Greetings and happy new year. It is a brand new year. Um, sadly, guys, not a brand new podcast. Same thing, same crazy gals all sitting around chatting about football. We got Beth in the house, Dr. Beth, physical therapist. We got Sherry, our favorite lady of Bucks football. And of course, your girl, Coach Desi. We're chatting all things football. We missed a week. I was gone in Canada, which, by the way, I was going to go. Hi. I was going to um, try to do the pod, but Canada, because of licensing issues, like I couldn't even, we couldn't even watch football because we couldn't get like YouTube. There's like certain licensing problems. So you can't watch certain channels. You can't even get access. So, um, so there was a no-go for, for our podcast the week of Christmas. So we have a lot to cover, but first of all- But did you have a wonderful time in Canada? It was fantastic. The food, the drinks, there wasn't as much snow, but no one got hurt. So I, I got uh, off the bunny hill. Your girl's off the bunny hill. Yay. Uh, so it was it was good, though. Like, I, I think it was just what the, the doctor ordered, so to speak. It was a good time. So. It's good you had some snow. There was no snow in Buffalo. It was sunny wow. and 55 degrees on Christmas. And then it was rainy the rest of the week. But it was oh my goodness. very warm. Yeah. So the joke is every time, so we have friends in Buffalo, we flew to Buffalo and then drove together from Buffalo to Quebec. And so the joke is every time we go to visit this family in Buffalo, we bring the heat. Like there's never, ever snow. When we go to Buffalo. <laughs> so the joke is, is that we bring it from Florida. So um, so anyway, we were up there. Um, I had to, luckily we were in Buffalo to watch the 49ers Ravens game. And then we were actually on the drive back. So I was watching the 49ers commanders game on my phone on the way back. So, um, was it lucky that you got to watch the 49ers Baltimore game? <laughs> there it is. She just went right to it. Sorry. You brought it up. You brought it up. So for those who don't know, my husband's a Ravens fan. I'm a diehard 49er fan, actually, just so that everyone can see. Well, I've got this weird background thing, but diehard. Like we almost didn't make it through the um, Super Bowl um, several years ago. Uh, and I still cannot bring myself to the fact that we cannot beat the Ravens. Um, credit to Lamar. Um, so I'm in a house that's full of Buffalo fans. Allegedly, they were like, okay, we've got to cheer for the 49ers because we want the Ravens to lose. And then um, it went left real quick. And um, it was it was not enjoyable. My Christmas was very humbled very quick. So uh, Lamar was amazing. I mean, up until then, I was Brock Purdy, CMC, all MVP. You guys know that. We've talked about that on here. Yeah. Um, I know. Lamar did his thing. I mean, he really did. And um, they're a force to be reckoned with for sure. Are. And honestly, that whole division we struggled with, we didn't beat the Browns. We didn't beat the Bengals. We didn't beat Baltimore. Like they, that division is tough and all credit to them. I mean, it was, it's been a fight within that division all year. So yeah, the thing that bothered me though, was before the game. So I'm with my friends and they're like, Oh, Josh Allen deserves MVP. And I was like, they're like, yeah, yeah, Brock Purdy. Like, like I was fine until they started bringing Brock Purdy into it. And then I was like, <laughs> they're like, oh, Josh Allen has the number one QBR. I'm like, 
sorry to break your heart, darling, but that's that belongs to Brock. And this was before the game, of course. And they fought me on it. And finally, my husband was like, no, she's right. And I brought it up and showed it to them. And Oh, well, he has the most touchdowns in the NFL. I'm like, yes, that is correct. <laughs> he has the most touchdowns in the NFL. And it was tough because I, I do support the Bills. I love the Bills in the AFC. So it was like, back up off me, man. Back up off me. So anyway, to answer your question, it was a tough day. Um, credit to Lamar. I mean, really, I could have gone to bed early. I didn't. I stayed to suffer till the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. Um, how was your guys' Christmas? We were in Buffalo. Um so we got to watch, I don't even remember what game it was. There was so much football on. Oh, oh, it was, we played the Chargers. Yeah, <laughs> it was really close. Yes. And I may have cursed out Sherry on our separate thread um, because she happened to say that Buffalo was going to win that game definitively. I know, I, I did <laughs> such, I mean, it was such a boo-boo. I was trying to be so supportive and I was like, yeah. And I'm watching the game and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Beth. And then it was like, was that the play that was called back? And I was like, Oh God, Beth, I'm so sorry. Okay. Beth, I'm gonna... Okay. And then I did another one similar to that. I'm like, yes, you won. And then I was like, Oh God, Beth. I'm oh no, so we did sorry. it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to stop talking. So, but and now I you understand. Did. Yeah. And now then I understand. did stop talking. And at the end of the game, I was like, hey, are we okay now? <laughs> well, and it, it was funny because I was talking to my sister. So we're sitting there watching the game. And we start off sitting, you know, and we're watching the game. And then, you know, you get to the fourth quarter. And then there's no timeout. Or, and there's no commercial breaks. And I'm sorry. Buffalo fans need commercial breaks to, like, take a breath. <laughs> it, like, we can't watch nonstop. It, it just it doesn't go well for our psyche. And so by the time we're hitting the fourth quarter, I'm Amazon shopping on my phone. My sister's cleaning. <laughs> we're, like, pacing around the house. Nobody's watching. We're all watching the game. But we're all, like, doing multiple things at the same time because we can't our anxiety is so high that we can't sit still to actually watch the end of the game. And it was just, it was so funny. And it was Sherry, don't say anything about the bills ever again. <laughs> I was literally like, I was like, here I was trying to throw support. And then I'm like, Oh, I did the wrong thing. Ooh, I did the wrong thing again. Ooh, I'm just going to shut up now. Like, so I, that, that's my lessons learned is just like <laughs> congratulate at the end or be supportive at the end but during i'm just going to be like mm -hmm. it's because <laughs> and i still stand by the fact that it's because you said at the during the last podcast that you were going to say it for me that buffalo was going to win and the second you said that there we go nice. yeah but you did you pulled out the w but you did we yeah. did, and then we pulled out the W the following week. Again, I don't know how, yeah. but you know what? While I was, like, texting you this stuff, so I don't know. Maybe me throwing you into, like, a complete dizzy is, like, the magic <laughs> formula. Perfect. <laughs> My husband's going to be super excited to hear that. Nice. So it's, on that. Hey, it's, it, it's only weird if it doesn't work, man. Right, true. 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 What about Sherry, your bucks? 
They yeah. are. They're what about them? <laughs> I mean, I was there. we're talking about I week was... 17 or we're week 16 first and then week 16. Uh, I'm not sure if it's me or my husband. Speaking of, it's only weird if it doesn't work. Not sure which one of us is the bad luck for the Bucks, but it is one of us because I was at the game. The I game. think it's, yeah, I was at the game. Uh, yeah. On New Year's Eve with my parents, Brian and I went. And that was horrific. It was just horrific. It's like, come on, guys. Like, we're trying to justify a playoff spot. We're at the top of our division. We're battling against a still alive New Orleans Saints and Atlanta Falcons. And we play the Saints at home. And it you would have thought we were playing in snow or something like completely, you know, un- you know how Tampa, they always make fun of Tampa traveling to snow places to play because we're not used to it like that's what it looked like only it was a perfectly gorgeous sunny wonderful day to me the bucks looked like we were playing in the snow that's Um, how i can describe it well tough loss at home yeah very i mean but the the weirdest shit is we're still top of the division so (laughs) Um, <laughs> <laughs> so cheers to that. I think we're all headed to the playoffs. Yes. Niners. We don't know yet. We're not for sure. We're not for sure. Well, You're I mean, headed to the playoffs. The rest of us are not guaranteed yet. I mean, it's good to be. Nice. I mean, don't talk Desi. You heard how I felt about sharing. <laughs> don't make me blacklist you too. Honestly, She's going to, well, hold on. no, actually Beth's going to sick me on you. She's going to be like, can you text Desi? <laughs> No, the problem is, is that we're now facing two weeks of rest and I'm having a little bit of a problem with that. So we're number one in our division. We locked it down. So the talk is, you know, obviously Christian McCaffrey got an injury in this last game against the commanders. He's got a calf strain. He's got essentially three weeks to heal this baby before we're, we're playing our first game in the play in the playoffs. So I'm not too concerned about him. We do have um, a lot of injuries in our backfield on defense um, J.R. Brown is out. We have um, Ambry Thomas, who now has a says he has a, a hand fracture. He played with kind of a splint on his hand slash cast club, whatever you want to call it. I tried to relook at it to see specifically what it was because I was like thinking it was going to be like an ulnar gutter Beth, thinking maybe it was like a boxer's fracture, maybe a metacarpal fracture of the fourth or fifth. Um, but it looked like it kind of came over the thumb. It looked like maybe it was more like a thumb spica. Um, essentially, he really wasn't able to tackle because of that. I didn't see a lot of grip happening in the thumb, so I am a little concerned about that. He was slated to have surgery this week. We're looking forward to seeing what that comes, you know, what they're saying, though. He'll have surgery, and he's able to even come back for this game this week, obviously splinted or whatever. But the question is, awesome. is it more like a, a phalanx fracture where maybe it needs a pin or it needs a, a play screws or, you know, what, what is the, what is the actual injury? We're really unclear about that. Um, so and they're going to keep that under wraps as long right. as they can, if they can. So, right. Which they should. And again, fortunately, this is a game that we don't have to win. Um, you know, we can put our, our, our second stringers out there. Um, I think I just saw Brock Purdy is expected to be sitting out. They, they're, uh, Matthew Stafford, we're playing the Rams this week. He's out. I think it's uh, Wentz. 
Carson Wentz is going to be playing. So <laughs> it's like preseason game feeling. Um, but I did want to ask you, Beth, because I was asked this earlier on Eric Crocker's podcast. What are your thoughts about um, is there too much rest? Is there such a thing as too much rest? Could that be harmful to rest too much? What are your thoughts on that? I don't think physically there's an issue with too much rest because we're talking about two weeks. It's not like they're not practicing and doing run throughs. <clears throat> and with a lot of sports, you taper um, before a big event anyway. Um, I think it's more of the mental game. If you know your mental sh- edge and mental sharpness, I think might take more of a hit than necessarily any physical um, ramifications. If your head's not fully in it, those injuries come more so from a mental perspective, at least in my opinion, I would think. Yeah. My response. I don't know your thoughts. So Eric used to play in the NFL, right? So my question to him was, what does it look like at practice in the middle of the season or even, you know, regular season midweek? What does that practice look like? And he said that, you know, it's really kind of more their mental game, right? They're, they're trying to figure out strategy and working through game plans and routes and things like that and trying to prepare for whoever they're going up against that week. It's not a whole lot of pads and put, you know, just mm-hmm. uh, physical um, uh, issues during practice. So, and I, and same thing, I was like, physically, you can, you can do training and things on the side to keep sharp from a physical perspective, but really you can't substitute in-game action, right? So someone's, you know, pushing up against you, you have that reactionary, um, from a physical standpoint, the reaction of someone hitting you, you're reacting back, right? So you do miss that. You don't get that terribly much in training. Um, so that part, but but it just, it keeps you fresh. Like you said, it's going through reps. It's getting those, the, the, the opportunity to, to figure things out and stay sharp. And that's, that's exactly kind of what I said. As a dancer, I actually compared it, you know, I can learn choreography and not do it for two weeks and then go and, and perform that choreography. But there's little details I may miss, right? Where my hand placement is, exactly what, what angle I'm supposed to be on. Like the sharpness of the performance could be lacking because of that two week lag. So that's kind of what I'm, you know, wrestling around with. Who do we sit? Who do we play? My response was sit the players that are more likely to be injured. Like Debo Samuel has, a, as he's an awesome player. He's one of our workhorses, you know, one of the pillars of our offense, but he tends to get soft tissue injuries. So I would like for him to maybe have less reps or, you know, or sit him, you know, um, if you're sitting Trent Williams, definitely sit Brock Purdy. (laughs) I don't want him. Like, let's keep him safe. (laughs) Let's let's make sure the protection's out there. Um, So, I mean, I I really was interested in getting your thoughts on that, though, because of um, your background and your training. Yeah, and I think, like you said, I think it's more of a a mental game that you need to – it was interesting what you said about the um, contact and the pressure points and all that of actually being – in a game and maybe that heightened sense of adrenaline that might um, you miss out on. But I also think that, I don't know. I mean, you think from a safety standpoint, sometimes that's, you've already done it. How many times this season do you really need one more to make yourself prepared for it? Like you're being paid a lot of money to be able to (laughs) be on point when it's time to be on point. So take those extra couple days and enjoy them. Yeah, that's always been kind of the longstanding discussion, right? Remember, like Super Bowl. I remember cer- certain Super Bowls when I was growing up. They talked about the big two-week 
break before the Super Bowl, right? Like, is that too long of a break between game, game to game action? I just remember that being a thing. Well, then maybe that needs to be something different in training and they need yeah. to approach a two week break from a different standpoint, from a, in a training stand, in a, in the training capacity than necessarily because you train all preseason, right? So yeah. I don't know. They, they, maybe they need yeah. to uh, look at those two weeks having different training parameters than necessarily. I have a bigger question to add to this because I feel like all we're talking about, and I just said before we went live, I did not want to talk about college football, but, <laughs> but here we are. Like, make my head, here we are because we're talking about injuries. Right. And like, I, maybe it's just because of talking to you guys, this season, but I feel like I'm overwhelmed with like injuries, injuries, injuries all over. What can we do to reduce player injuries? Why are there, you know, so many injuries? So I feel like, okay, what is different now than before? Because I feel like this is, it, it, it just, I don't know. I know we've had the turf debate versus uh, natural grass. like. We've had debates about a lot of things, but what is different? Is it just me? Is it my perception? I'm seeing so many injuries and injuries making so much more of an effect on the game based on, in my case, one star player being, you know, an entire team saying, well, we're no longer relevant being Florida State because our quarterback is, is injured. Um, but all I feel like is injuries, injuries, injuries this season. Is there more injuries this season? Is there more coverage of it? Or is this just my personal experience season? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So okay. I so I definitely think that you're seeing it more because we're talking about it more, right? Like I think that's part of it. I think the injuries that we are seeing might be, and Desi, correct me at any point in time, but I do feel like some of them are more career altering injuries than we've seen in the past. Like we talk about the smaller injuries too, but we've had a lot of big career ending career changing injuries this season. Um, and yeah. my opinion as to why is one, the turf versus natural grass. But I also think it's coming with the territory. These guys are getting bigger and stronger and faster. So you're no longer having a guy 250 right. toddling right. at you because right. he's 250 and just trying to get to you. Now he's running sprint pace, you know, um, yeah. at you, right? So you've you're got not, more and velocity, you're not more. The quarterbacks and the, they don't, they're not, the quarterbacks are facing bigger people. The quarterbacks back right. in legendary days, did they face the same? Yeah, big. P I mean, your offensive line was not the same size as your offensive right. line is now, and your quarterbacks yeah. weren't that old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, quarterbacks are living a long time right now. They're hanging I mean, a long time. Thing, like, Aaron Rodgers, right. late thirties, right? Like, to, no, you know, he's so not. No, he is not. He is in his forties. <laughs> no, he's thirty-eight. I don't think he's forty yet. Is he? I think he's forty. Is he? I believe he's forty-one. Yeah. 
I would agree. I mean, we could get to him right now. 40, as of December 2nd. He turned 40 this year. Happy birthday, Aaron. All right. <laughs> we weren't going to talk about him either. And, and alas, here we are. Oh, but, <laughs> but yeah. And so I can, so Sherry, to be, to your point, overall, I think the injuries have been the same. I mean, my 49ers were so banged up last year. I mean, look at just our quarterbacks last year alone, right? Two of them needed surgery. One of them needed two surgeries. I mean, we yeah. just, it was a rough, actually three of them needed surgeries because Brock's injury ended up needing surgery. So I mean, that's tremendous, right? So, but this year, I think we've had a lot more Achilles tendon injuries than I've ever seen, right? Like, and again, back to Beth's point, like turf versus grass. I mean, I don't want to yep. wear this out. It's out there. It's up to the owners. To make well, I mean, obviously the, the most famous one was Aaron Rodgers on game right. one, right? <laughs> on turf. Like that's the most, uh, so maybe we're paying it. Maybe I'm hearing about it more because of that. I don't know. It, it just feels like, yeah, like you said, the I think there were more Achilles injuries. injuries this year. I yeah. think there yeah. were more Achilles injuries. I'm not sure. Like, I don't have the stats and I'm just talking out of the side of my head. But I I feel like there were more Achilles injuries this year. And they were yeah. kind of clustered early on in the season, which also made it much more obvious. Um, but, it, you know, and we say talk about this, too. Like, we were talking about the training and like you were saying, you know, what are we doing different in training? What needs to change in training? Maybe we need more animal mm-hmm. movements. Maybe we need more. Oh. <laughs> you know? So, I know a couple people watching right now. And just to, just to update you. <laughs> just to update you, I'm a physician assistant. I've worked in orthopedics. I've been in the OR. I've worked in the emergency room. Beth is a doctor of physical, physical therapy. And, um, and Sherry is just, she's awesome. So, um, so <laughs> she, she helps ask questions that I think the general public would ask as well. But if you have any questions, I post, posted the link on our YouTube page. You're welcome to join in the conversation if you have specific questions. Um, we do talk a lot about injuries, but we also do a lot of BSing and talking about stuff in general. Last episode, we talked about Christian McCaffrey's training program and how it came out that he does these animal movements and we talked about how that's really benefited him. So that's where Sherry's joke came in was we need more animal. And if you didn't see me, I was doing almost like a cat, like Jaguar (laughs) and this, the swoosh, you know, where you're like bendy on the back and you're that like, that's what I think of animal movements, like slow motion, (laughs) bendy. Yeah. Well, very good. So, all right. So we've got, um, the next thing I think we were going to chat about, I wanted to show you guys. Um, I'll show you guys something here in a second. I really wanted to. I was impressed um, with what Debo Samuel wore to the uh, to the game this past week. But before we get to that, um, let's chat about this upcoming games. So, Beth, mm-hmm. Bills at Miami. It's everything. It's everything. It's for everything. All right. For bragging rights in the division and and it's at night so it's not going to be in 100 degrees Miami heat which I think is going to be great for yeah, Buffalo man. I think I think we've got if Josh Allen can heal up that shoulder and his neck a little bit he doesn't have that stinger anymore hopefully we can uh play some real Bills football yes if the Bills yeah. win they will clinch the AFC East title Correct. if they don't um the Pittsburgh has to lose or tie or Jacksonville has to lose or tie 
or the Houston Indianapolis game has to end in a tie. So there's a lot of ifs if they don't. So the easiest thing would be just to win, right? Win. Win and in. Win and in. I mean, I, I'm going to point but, out. But it would I, be good if we won. Out, but there's no guarantee. I'm also going to point out that uh, there was this particular Saturday night I was watching our Florida State game, and we were chanting, we win, we're in, we win, we're in, we're undefeated, we're in. And that didn't happen, so I'll never say anything's a clinch. But uh, just like you, Beth, Tampa Bay is winning in, supposedly. <laughs> we've both got a football game to play this weekend i hear we should we should try and win those games that would be that would be, <laughs> that would be amazing but we're I gonna go Desi, we're going I game by so game rarely like at a loss for words and i'm literally texting beth and like yay yay just saw that i'm like shit saw that taken back Oh shit! Oh, so, oh, yay! We won! Oh my god! Saw that! Oh god! So I'm like, I am literally the worst. I don't know. So I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna communicate with everybody after. <laughs> I'm honestly sad I missed it because I was totally off the grid in in Canada. So I I came back and saw some of it here or there. But um, um oh, somebody's asking a question. What are the Dolphins implications. So Dolphins, uh, what's at stake? Miami will clinch the AFC East title with a win or a tie. So that is where the Dolphins are at this present moment. So um, does, wait a second. Does, so hold on. Go back to the Bills scenario, Beth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is this? So this is for the on. AFC title. Okay. Gotcha. So Bills win, they win the AFC East. If the if Miami wins, they win the AFC East. If there's a tie, wow. Miami wins the title. Got to win, dude. So, but if the Bills lose, they could still get in with a Pittsburgh loss or tie or Jacksonville loss or tie or Indianapolis and the Houston Indianapolis game ends in a tie. So that's and so if there's Miami other ways loses. for the Bills to get in. If Miami loses, they have other ways to get into uh, to the, With wild, the wild card. card. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's go. I don't on. know if they automatically get a wild card. Do we know? It doesn't say that on here because I have the whole thing up showing who's who's in, what's at stake, how to win. It doesn't give anything else. It just says if Miami uh, Miami will clinch with a win or a tie. So I think we're in the week where it's like the it's so many confusing scenarios. Like it is. the only thing I know for sure, Desi or 49ers have clinched. Mm. Beth and I, if we win, we're in. Yes. If we correct. don't win, we have lots of other things have scenarios to that <laughs> can play. But what we would really like is just to go ahead and win. Just I think we deserve it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean our teams. I mean Beth and I. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes. I would agree with you on that. <laughs> okay. So for the Bucks, what's at stake? Tampa Bay clinches the NFC South title with a win, yep. or they can tie, but New Orleans would need to lose or tie. Correct. So um, we're in with a win or a New Orleans loss. 
Right, but you can also clinch if Tampa Bay tie ties plus Seattle loses plus Green Bay loses. So it's just so, so it, it's so many. Like let let's win. Let's just get the win. It's it's just let's so just much win. easier. So if Miami loses, their round one opponent will be the Chiefs. There you go. In wait, wait are, would Miami get into the? They would. So they're they're going to make the playoffs either way. It's just whether either they're way they're clinched playoffs. AFC whether they, they win AFC East it's or not. Replacement. Nice. But we have to win. If we don't win, other things have to happen for us to get into wild card. You yeah. know what? That'd be crazy, right? Like if you guys win, and then you end up having to play Kansas City. I'm here for that game. Mm-hmm. I'm here for that game. I and like do we have home field mm-hmm. advantage against Kansas City? Uh, right now it looks like Kansas, but I mean, I would. I But we beat think. Kansas City. Right. That's why I'm not. It, it just looks like it on here. It doesn't really say who's playing where, mm-hmm. but I would think that you guys would get that, which I would like to see anyway. Right. That'd be cool. Yes. Okay. I like I like how this is shaping up here. On the NFC Can we talk side, about the. Oh, I was going to say, can we talk about the brown, the brown, please? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Just yes. <laughs> okay. So we're going to talk about Cleveland because Cleveland, I'm actually, I'm loving this. So there I'm, you loving go. This, I'm loving this. You guys already know where I'm going. So my husband's a big Ravens fan. So I am loving, okay. I'm loving it and not loving it because the 49ers, have not done well with anyone in that division. So we lost to the, the Bengals. We lost to the Ravens. We lost to uh, uh, the Browns. But the Browns have had this incredible resurgence with no one other than Joe Flacco. Like, oh, yeah, who would have thought? I love it. They're like, what a great turn of events. Such a great turn of events. I mean, their organization is screwed with how much money they paid to Sean Watson to sit the bench, but. I like the Browns oh, now. Now that Flacco is covering, <laughs> I love this scenario. I would love this scenario if they actually ended up playing the Ravens in the playoffs. That could be crazy. Oh, so what is what is their so they're uh, behind, but they're eleven and five team man. They're second. I, AFC who, how did that happen? Be Joe Flacco walks himself. <laughs> It's awesome. I mean, it, that would be quite the game to watch and quite the fan base to follow that game. They would no longer be the, the factory of sadness. Exactly. Well, they I mean, could be if they play Baltimore. Yeah, but they'd still make the playoffs. I think that's pretty huge. Which, by the well, way... Well, they made the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. Right, but the I Browns mean... The Browns made the playoffs. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're already in. Like, it's... That's right, but if they lose team that stole their team it's not going to go well <laughs> that layer of it that's amazing yeah but they're not that the layer of it because they made the playoffs right like you make the playoffs you can't be the factory of sadness you made the play listen until you lose my, the my, team that stole your team <laughs> all, all i am saying this is my entire position on it is they got there without Deshaun Watson, thankfully, because if Deshaun Watson was playing, I'd be like, please go 
you know, like Panthers type of uh, win-loss record without Deshaun Watson and Joe Flacco at the helm. Go Browns. All right. I appreciate that because I'm I'm happy for the Browns. I'm happy for the Browns too. I, I do. They're a, they're a fantastic team. I mean, watching them when we played against them, I had a lot of respect for them. They they really. Um, their defense is just Detroit, the Browns, the Bills. Just get the Rust Belt in there, man. (laughs) Yeah, how about Detroit? (laughs) Oh, Detroit. Yeah, man. First in NFC North. Come on, dude. Yes. Yes. The Lions. I've been saying that from the, I I love an underdog. They're not an underdog anymore, but I love it. I love it. You know what's interesting? Someone made fun of Dan Campbell's teeth. I didn't realize how much he dips. I guess his teeth, like someone said, they look like meth teeth. And I was like, what? Now I need to Google Terrible. Thank you. Thank you for that. I don't want to know. Oh my God. Can I do this on my work computer? Or is is it going to come out terrible? (laughs) The the repercussions. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now I'm going to show you guys what... um, taking this off because I want to see, I need you guys to see this in full, in all its glory. I'm going to show you what Debo wore to this last game. Um, can you see my screen? Yes. Now that's Debo. Mm-hmm. He's got his Brock Purdy vest on custom made number 13. It says MVP all over it. So you know, after getting killed by the Ravens, he shows up supporting his QB. And it's kind of fly. I really want that. But you know what's even better? You know who made that? Mm -mm. Kristen Juszczyk. So Kyle Juszczyk is our fullback who used to play for the Baltimore Ravens, but he's on our team. And so his wife, I've been following her on Instagram and her creations are phenomenal. She really like makes a lot of beautiful custom pieces. And so it, I'm really happy. Shout out to her um, because I love women doing amazing things. And I really want her to just explode. I want her products out there. I would love to, you know, buy something. I've looked at her stuff. It's expensive. It's worth it, though. So <laughs> say that like maybe one day. A quick shout out in case you need somebody to. Yeah. If there's anybody ready to advertise. <laughs> no, I'm thinking if she can get it in a manufactured situation where maybe it lowers the cost just a bit. So, you know, maybe I can, I can. Uh, and maybe she could make some Bills gear, some Tampa Bay gear, expand her line. Saying. Right. How cute is that? Like you would rock one that said, you know. Absolutely. Josh Allen. I sure would. Or a little 14. Oh my God. Did you see what I wore to the Bucks game Sunday? I'll rock anything that's got Bucks on it. I didn't even. I didn't. I didn't. Do you have a picture? No. What What'd you wear? Uh, I've got a leggings. Actually, my sister gave me. They kind of look like everybody asks if they're Cincinnati Bengals leggings, but they have bucks all over them. Oh, they're like I got, I my, Yeah, I had my tiger stripe bucks on. I, like I got to wear a sweatshirt, you know. But like, I had my buck sneakers. I had my buck. Bengal stripes. It look you. I say, go all wild. Was it creamsicle? Day. Like was it the creamsicle? No, red and orange. Well, it was a little bit of creamsicle, not creamsicle, just more red and orange. But like, 
Anyway, my point is, go wild, man. There's no. I saw so many of the cutest outfits. Like you see the all the things at the game, the fringe, the sparkles, the like. I love how everybody dresses for game day. And my thing is, if it's your you're supporting your team, your teammate, and you're in game day attire, anything goes. Yes, love it. Okay, so let's be sparkly. There, from the words of Sherry, be bold and sparkly. I love it. All right, so let's look at the games coming up because Baltimore has locked in the number one seed for the AFC. However, they're playing the Steelers. And the Steelers are in a situation where they have to win and Buffalo has to lose or they have to win plus Jacksonville has to lose or tie. They have to win or Houston and Indianapolis have to tie. Or Pittsburgh has to tie, plus Jacksonville lost, blah, blah, blah. We won't even go down that road. That's a lot. Um, so it's a kind of a must-win situation for Pittsburgh. They're kind of the, – the Ravens are in the same situation as the 49ers in that do you really want to rest players? This is when people can get injured, right? These teams that are, like, trying to get into the playoffs, well, they know it's their last-ditch effort to get in, and it can get a little bit brutal. Yeah. So, um, you know – what would you guys? What do you guys think about this game, Ravens? I, I was Steelers. I was just gonna ask, um, what like does that? And it's maybe going too far down the rabbit hole, but what implications for the Ravens is there if they sit their players and they lose yep. to the Steelers? Like, does that change playoff trajectory for them of who they might play coming up? Right, they're in the playoffs, but does that change who they play? Oh, like looking two games down the road, right? So, like, yeah. what does that look for them if they lose? And so, well, and Pittsburgh gets in, what does that game look like then down the road? Like, that's, I would be looking two, three games down the road to see if it would I benefit see what you're us. Saying, but if I'm not mistaken, it's a wash. It's a wash. Meaning, it doesn't matter for them. I think if it, they've clinched. Have they clinched? Have the Ravens clinched AFC North? Yes, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then I think it's a, I don't think there's an implication, but I'm not positive. I don't think so. I believe this is the week. This is why fantasy football ends well before this week because there's too many scenarios where, I mean, sometimes let's talk about on the other side, some teams. Maybe just like, well, if we lose, we get a higher draft pick. So there's so right. many like uh, game that's not related to it's more strategy playing in the last couple of weeks. I'd be shocked if there was a scenario that they had to play players. So I don't know. I don't think that game's going to mean a lot to the Ravens. No, it doesn't. So it's just a matter of protection. And the same, again, the same scenario, like is too much rest too yeah. much. Is it, is that a thing? So then you get into a strategery. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who do you guys think are going to win that game then? Would you say that? I guess it, I mean, it doesn't, I don't think it matters. I, I think if it, it matters it to the Steelers, matter. so that's the question. Well, are the Steelers are the Steelers good enough to beat the Ravens, even if the Ravens don't care? I don't really know. That's truthfully. the question, right? 
Yeah. That's, I, I, I don't know. Cause the Ravens are a whole nother level right now. So even, even with them not playing their starters, I don't know. I think this I'm, like I'm going to say Ravens, even floppy. with, even with it is, I, I don't know if the Steelers can pull it off right now. You think they want to have the momentum probably going in. Like they want to keep up the momentum. They want to, like a lot even if like, even if they play brains. i don't know if the steelers have it in them to beat the ravens whether they're playing their first string or not right now because the steelers so. haven't been as hot as i would have thought they would have been at this stage in the game well they're finally doing some things with a different quarterback now at the helm so they've they've been starting to make some things happen i think they could do it they could pull it off Again, because the Ravens may sit some players that, you know, I know Zay Flowers has Big been banged up. Yeah. So the other game. But that- then there are some teams that their B team comes out and does better than with their A team, like the Cleveland Browns with Joe Flacco. <laughs> Coming off the couch, man. They're talking about, like, have you seen the memes talking about how, um, like, it's him and Damar Hamlin, and it's like, Demar literally came back from death, and they were like, "Yeah, but the Cleveland Browns are literally <laughs> <laughs> just so wrong." Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the other, this is an intriguing game. So for the AFC South, we've got Texans Colts. Um, that's probably the game that most people are going to be watching, if I had to guess, unless they really just don't care about that game. But um, whoever wins that game clinches the AFC South title. Um, so that's going to be a game to watch. Um, CJ Stroud is back in action, doing his thing. Uh, what do you guys think? I don't watch that a whole lot. Um, I don't follow them as much as I probably should. I love me some CJ Strouds. He's been, if he's feeling well, I think they have a good shot. How about that? I agree. I mean, if you guys recall, beginning of the year, I said I got my eye on D'Amico's team. I've got to go with it just because I had said it. So I, I'm going to be cheering for uh, the, the Texans for sure. Okay, moving right along. All right, we got Bucks Panthers in Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, what I'm hoping is with Carolina being – uh, they are. The, the look, look at you learning. Look at you learning to use the right language. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Being uh, the record of, I believe it's two and fourteen. Um, even though the Bucks uh, were really hard to watch at home this past weekend, I feel like the Panthers have a much better uh, strategy of losing this game and getting a better draft pick than doing anything to win it. And the Bucks have a very strong uh, reason for winning. I was just looking at the percentages and if we win, we're in. But if we lose, it, it's a very, very small probability of like getting in. So for us, it's a win and I for Carolina, it's a win if they lose, right? This is the best possible maybe for the coach. So maybe for the coach. It's the best possible scenario for you guys. So <laughs> good chances, good chances. Yeah. We got Jets, Patriots, meh. Um, 
Vikings Lions. Uh, let me see, what is that? Um, I don't think that's Vikings need to if they have to. The Vikings can clinch if they win, plus Green Bay loses, plus Seattle loses, plus Tampa Bay loses. I don't think yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's a lot. No, no that's a lot. It could happen. I mean, yeah. All right, so what else we got here? Let's take a peek. We have... I hate every time I pull off of this, it just resets the dates and it drives me insane. <clears throat> I've got to find some other way to look at this. Anywho. All right. So Falcons, Saints, right? That's implications for the Falcons. Um, so if they win, they're in. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> what else we got? Jaguars, Titans. I think Jaguars are still trying to... Uh-oh. There we go. Are they still trying to? No, they're already in. Who else we got? We got Lions, uh, Vikings, Jaguars, Titans. Oh, that's what I was looking for. Jaguars. Jaguars will clinch the AFC South if they win. Boy, there's just so much going on here. Browns, but it's, it's so much more that we're not going to know until after this week, like yeah. this weekend. There's so much if, ands, or buts, but let's just chat. Do you think the Vikings-Lions game, who do you think is going to win that one? Because same thing, like the Lions are already in. Do they really, I mean, yeah. you know, that might be a, a, a bummer. I just game. don't know that, yeah, it's hard they for, like, if there's too many factors to predict yeah. Jaguars, Titans, I think Jags should win that. Um, yeah. Browns, Bengals, I would guess the Browns should win that. But again, all of this is contingent upon whether people decide to sit their starters or, you know, heavy rotation out. Um, Seahawks, Cardinals, eh. Um, Eagles, Giants. That could be interesting, right? Let's go, Eagles. What? I mean, sorry, go Giants. Go Giants. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? The podcast right oh, then. Oh, oh goodness! <laughs> said that it was like a brain fart. How I dare mean, you? <laughs> I think I was combining go lose Eagles. Like I don't know what happened. <laughs> Whew, shoot! It may be time to start the year off like that, ladies. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's blasphemy. Um, you know, that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> so Philly could clinch if they win, clinch the NFC East title um, if they win. So I don't know. Eagles have not been looking great. Um, I'm here for DeVito all day. Y'all know that. Um, let's see. Broncos, Raiders. Oh, we didn't even talk about the drama going on with the Broncos and Russell Wilson and holy cow. Oh, why is he sitting? I also have not listened. I have not been able to follow up on this. Why, why is he sitting? Oh my gosh. So I guess the organization went to him and asked him to um, 
change out or drop his, um, forget the amount it was, 27 million maybe, somewhere around there, um, uh, injury clause or whatever that was in his contract. And they basically kind of said, if you don't do it, we're going to bench you. And, you know, Broncos were having a great ride at that time. They were doing very well. And then Sean Payton benches him because Russell Wilson doesn't change the contract. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Now, I, I was watching um, NFL Countdown. Alex Smith was talking about it. And he said that it's it's not unusual for a organization to go to a quarterback and try to renegotiate and, and do things like this. The problem is, is that they, the threat of benching was, you know, like, that's not, that's I not. Mean, isn't, cool. That's so, like bribery or not bribery. Blackmail. Blackmail. Thank you. Blackmail. Um, so I think the players association is now involved and there may be some legal action that's coming of this. It's the last thing I, I checked on. Not quite. I would have well, to. There work. should be. That seems really shady. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And of course, we, you know, we all here on our podcast, we love Russell Wilson, you know, even, even when it's not been looking great. So um, we definitely hope that, uh, and he's such a, he's such a stand up guy. Like even despite all that, he's kind of like, look, I'd still love to win games and I'd love to do that here. And, and, Colorado and Denver with the Broncos. It's, it's interesting. So we'll see, we'll see how that shakes up, but it's kind of a dumpster fire there. And whereas I used to love Sean Payton, eh, just mostly because of Drew Brees. I don't know that I, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm a fan. He's I kinda... am totally with you there, girl. Back then mm -hmm. I was like, mm. and now I'm like, mm. yeah, he's mm -hmm. had a history, right. Of being a little shady on some things. So but I didn't want to believe it the first shady. And then after things are shadier and shadier, it's like, well, you know, maybe what you see with your own eyes is what it is. Well, and I thought too, like that movie came out and there was kind of some redemption. You thought, oh, maybe he like saw the ways of his, you know, I don't know, but obviously he is who he is and maybe he's just not his compass is not his moral compass is maybe a little off or something. I'm not um, sure. I, maybe Deshaun Watson might be available next season. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> oh, I mean, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Sorry. Not, not, not that their compass is off. And in, <laughs> sorry, I do not mean to imply that their compass is off in the same direction. It's totally different directions. Yeah, different compasses. Fine. Different, different compasses. Com Again, Beth, I'm gonna stop talking now. Like you learned. <laughs> I think it's time for me to go dark. <laughs> oh, all right. We also have Chiefs at Chargers. We have Rams at Niners. We have Cowboys at Commanders. Bears at Packers, which Packers are, you know, they're vying for position. Uh, Cowboys at Commanders, there is only one choice for the three of us, right? <laughs> <laughs> right choice commander right always thank always thank um, you and then uh we finally as as we've already spoken about earlier bill's dolphins so another amazing week the only thing that i'm really really bummed about guys is that with all of this talk of playoffs it only means that we've just got a couple of weeks left before football comes to an end um 
So let's just enjoy it. Let's continue to have fun. Last thing, guys, we have a winner in our fantasy football league, and it's not any of us. <laughs> Maybe I, next year. There's I, always next year. I think Beth there's and I, always next year. Beth and I figured out our problems. One was injuries for my people, but two, we both have too much loyalty to our team. So that was a problem. And Sherry, I don't know that we identified your issue. Well, you know, mine is what tends to happen to me. I come out really strong and you then did. I came out really, really strong. And then like just some drop-offs here and there and some like shoulda, woulda, couldas. Fantasy football, man, is a game of like, it's not, it's a lot of skill. It's a lot of luck. It's a lot of chance. Uh, outside of our league, my husband just won his fantasy football league. So oh. I'm happy about that. Um, <laughs> that's tough. So who won? Yeah. Who won? We Nikki haven't just won. My girlfriend, Nikki, who is a longtime Steelers fan. She's also a big FSU fan. She went to FSU as well. So um, congrats to my girl, Nikki. Whoop, whoop, so yeah, and you know what we need to do? I haven't even touched on our fantasy football, but we need to make an announcement. We need to ask Nikki her list of favorite things, but yep. hearing Steelers and Florida State seems like that's pretty easy for all of us, right? <laughs> and I don't mind buying it, right? Like, it's not a yeah. Cowboys fan. I don't have to buy stuff. Right? If, if it was my daughter, it would have right? been Cowboys. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> So, <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up another awesome day with your girls and girlfriends in football. And so go ahead and join us again next Wednesday as we talk all things playoff as the season will be officially over. The regular season will be officially over and we will be full throttle into the playoff season. So, ladies, happy new year. It's awesome. Been great. Uh, happy new year and happy football. Take Hey guys, thanks for joining us on our podcast today. Please continue to keep in touch with us on our social media platforms at Girlfriends and Football on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks so much. We appreciate your support and we look forward to seeing you next week. Take care and happy football.